For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, 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 and, excuse me, I have to burp. Welcome back to another episode of Topic Thunder. Uh, it is the day after the Denver Nuggets win in Oklahoma City, uh, where we absolutely demolished them in the fourth quarter. Uh, I am Matt Tierney at Matt Tierney MBA, and I am joined today, today by two lovely gentlemen, the first in Nebraska, mm-hmm. Um, perhaps making a, a debut, a debois on this podcast as f- the first time you are not having an alcoholic beverage while podcasting. Uh, so how do you, how do right. you feel? How do you feel about that? Um, hey everybody. Uh, Maddie Moles here, uh, without a, an alcoholic beverage. Oh yeah. I forgot. I forgot I to very naked. You. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. At, it's Maddie Moles at, at this time. Um, I have all of my all my little guys just hanging out, you know. Um, you ha- my why do you have ones. those? Breaking um, so case of emergency. Travel. So so That's like so this is uh this is audio, so obviously you guys can't see this. But like Glenn Levitt twelve mm-hmm. like little travel bottles. I got two twelves, a fourteen, a fifteen. I got some Johnny Walker and some Larceny. Um, those are just my like if I'm in the middle of a pod and I forgot to bring a bottle over, like I can hit one up real quick, whatever I'm like ready for. Like those are like break glass in case heck, of emergency. Dude. That's crazy. But now they're taunting me. So they used to be a security blanket for me. Oh my gosh. Um, but now I have no security blanket and I'm just here alone and afraid. So, so. sober and somber yeah. over there. Oh man. Yeah, well, so we'll see how boring I am on this pod. Teas and peas to you. So that's that's Maddie Moles at Maddie Moles Pod. I forgot to introduce you. I'm sorry. But next in the great state of Oklahoma, we have the the man who's who's going to be the father of a future LPGA champion, according to him, and that is of course Jerry at Gerald Amir. Jerry, how is your weekend going? Dude, it's going great actually um got to spend time with baby girl and then you two lovely mats um i must say though tyranny you changing your at is still the weirdest thing to me ever um i had to i had to do it <laughs> yeah well uh it's still weird and i hate it so take that for what well, it's worth all right i guess i guess i'll have to live with that for the rest of my life <laughs> i just you just can't you just can't have a a name that isn't your own name if you're 
gonna if you're gonna make it in this business, you know, people gotta know who you are. Oh, I guess I just didn't no. know we were supposed to make it in this business. <laughs> Dude, we're gonna make it. We're going to the moon. Well, no, with your Topic. Photoshop skills. So before we even get started, <clears throat> Tyranny is the ultimate topic thunder mvp um he actually learned how to use photoshop and it went from really crappy it was so bad yeah it was really bad (laughs) so bad but we still supported him right we still support yeah you guys didn't say a word and looking back i'm like wow what great guys yeah no but now (laughs) didn't critique it at all (laughs) now it's actually awesome stuff so if you've seen the sga shirt which we've been uh uh, I guess I'll leave that out, but but <laughs> the uh, the uh, nation shirt is just freaking awesome. So if you haven't got one already, go get it because the Thunder is an international team. Get over it. So tyranny, Jerry, are you? Why are your sleeves rolled up by that? By the way, Th- thank you. By the way, I just I <laughs> dude. But I'm... while you were doing that speech, I just saw you in the video feed. <laughs> And you look like you're wearing a wife beater now. Dude, like what? What are you doing? I'm feeling greaser like. I may have. I may have already posted something <laughs> to social. I may have already posted yeah. something about it. I'm feeling like a greaser right now. Okay. You so, do. You have that. You have that look. Yeah. Wow. It was shot here Just in Oklahoma. Me. So leave me alone. All right. I got a pack of smokes. It's like up real here. hill. It's like real hillbilly. Sorry about Very that, guys. Look. Sorry. That's okay. I don't. I, I didn't but, live in Edmond, just... as you can tell. Right. I can't focus right now, dude. <laughs> I don't. I don't like these constant uh, knocks at my at my Edmontons. Damn, y'all are really freaking think of, quick. Think about- Wait a second, y'all are really quick with these pictures. I hate both of you guys. Uh, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't post anything. <laughs> no, Moles did, and he was really I fast. Have, it'd be it'd be a real shame if uh, people retweeted this. I know, real, real shame. Darn shame. Just like it'd be real a darn, darn shame if you order those shirts. Oh yeah, I would be. I'd be livid if I Disgusted. saw another receipt from somebody. I'd. Be, you also be ashamed of yourself if you already bought one. Yeah, you're going to hell. And if you shout out, shout out to, shout out to SGA for um, uh, leaving a positive comment on our um, post. Right. So backstory. I. So the reason, if you've bought an SGA shirt, you won't get them for like three more weeks which is my fault because i i didn't think we were gonna sell enough by like the three-day deadline that they usually have (laughs) so i set it to 15 days thinking that it would take a while to sell and then all of a sudden like actual sga comments on it and the sales went through the roof and now like there's 30 people or so or like i think more than that now that bought it in this first campaign and don't they're not going to get it for three weeks and i'm trying i'm trying to work with bonfire our merch website to like decrease the time but apparently that's like really hard to do so i apologize if it's it's going to take a while but good news is that if you bought the other shirt it's it's being made right now well on the way pull out your karen haircut and say let me speak to your manager and i think i'm full karen (laughs) mode full full karen mode on monday when they uh, open back up <laughs> so yeah hopefully we can get that done people can get their merch and thank you all to everyone who supported us that was crazy also shout out to lawson oh yeah um, oh yeah you, you know you. who you are if you are listening to this that was very very generous of him uh so i just wanted to give him a special shout out um he also bought some merch but was very generous as well so 
Um, yeah, so thank you again to all those people. Um, and yeah, I don't remember where I was going from there. I'm sorry. I yeah. totally took this sideways, but I just no, it's fine. thought she deserves it's some fine. cred. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Thank you. I do appreciate that. That was very kind of you to say. No and problem, I brother. immediately insulted your appearance. So. <laughs> Usually, I'm used to it in life. Don't worry. I'm just, I'm just a really bad guy all around. It's fine. <laughs> so, anyways, basketball. Basketball was played yesterday by the team in, that currently resides in Oklahoma City. They played the mm-hmm. Denver Nuggets and won, 113 to 101. Stephen Adams, uh, apparently. So, I think we need to start with this. He he had a great game. 19 yeah. points, 17 rebounds. Third 15-15 game of the of the season, which by the way, that's the I don't remember who, which what the third one was, but I know one of the other ones was against Joel Embiid. So he's now done it against two All Stars centers. So just want to shout that out. He had a little but, bit more stats um, than that, though. <clears throat> what was it? Uh, he had four steals, two blocks. Yeah, he filled it defensively. up. He filled that yeah. box score up, baby. He was he was getting all of the all of the stats. And also yeah. threw in a couple of sits, sprinkled in some assists. But I, I think the topic of discussion that needs to be addressed is, was this performance a result of the all-star break where he could recover and be 100%? Or was this the result of Steven Adams having more time and less stress in his life because he's now trained his dog over the break? Uh, so i'm going with the dog theory just because mm-hmm. you wouldn't use them Me in too. peds hospitals and i learned that from gray's anatomy that mm. uh you wouldn't use dogs in peds hospitals if they didn't do something good so i'm gonna go with the mm-hmm. dog theory absolutely 100 percent agree moles um yeah what, what do you say uh, moles I gotta say, it's actual rest. Oh. Dogs bring joy regardless. It's dog hater. Screw um, you and all your like logical thinking, okay? What a dog <laughs> hater, dude. It's a, he's a big man, okay? I That's bet you don't cry rest, during so. ASPCA commercials, don't you? <laughs> dude, those we are so sad. We weren't gonna talk about that. Dude, it's so sad. Oh my god. Um. Um. I, I imagine I, his dog must have been like really scared to be trained by a seven foot to 270 pound guy. Like, that would just be terrifying. Yeah. Yo, like, can you imagine him taking his dog to the park? Like, his dog has to be so wore out. Like, he throws, mm-hmm. he shoots half court shots with ease. Like, it's like, <laughs> flicks it. A finger roll. Yeah. And yeah, just a flick of the wrist. And <laughs> if he really like laid into it, like to throw a stick, like, can you imagine? how far that dog would have to freaking run to get it. And they, then the dog has to run all the way back. Yeah. They, so they have, uh, one of my roommates actually has this. They like, instead of just throwing a tennis ball, there's this contraption you can buy where it's like, you put it in this little, um, it's basically just the right size of a tennis ball. And then you can like flick it and it goes a lot farther. So I imagine if Steven Adams has one of those, just imagine how far that tennis ball could go. Like it would be out of the dog park. I better be and over those mountains. To, yeah, and then the dog is like, "Dude, I don't know what you want me to do. Like, I can't get that." So yeah, he's probably he's <laughs> mm-hmm. he's probably hopefully his dog is like a big dog with a lot of energy because I think he uh, said otherwise. it was a uh, uh, it's like the baby German Shepherd. I forget what it's called. Huh. Um, 
German Shepherds are so strong. Is it a Malinois? Is is that the Malinois? I'm looking it up. Yeah, let's Malinois. You know, I go straight. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It Does looks it like look a like a baby? Shepherd. Okay, yeah, I think. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like That's a Belgian Malinois. Is. is that what it's called? It looks like a mix of a German Shepherd, and then if you had a little bit of a Rottweil in in there. Yeah, like. let me see. And like a little husky vibe too. The yep. ears are kind of husky looking. Yeah. Hey, these yeah, things. Cute, cute so dog. you know how like Dobermans are like the crazy skinny little brother of Rottweilers. Mm-hmm. That's a Malinois of German Shepherds. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. um, they're a little bit more psycho, and I think it's because they're smaller. Yeah, that seems right up Steve's uh, alley. Yeah. Um yeah, these are cute dogs. I would I would get one for sure. <laughs> um but yeah, so so Steve had a great night. Um Chris Paul decided to get all of his points in the second half again, which is pretty good. Pretty he just kind of does that now. Per usual. Yeah. yeah, per usual. Um No big deal. Yeah, clutch Paul in the in the works again. 29 points on 64% shooting. <sighs> Four of six from three on six attempts. Uh, yeah, just just another great another great night. And this time it was on national television, so everyone got to see that great st- statistic of um, Chris Paul leading the league in pretty much every statistic in the clutch category. So people on Twitter were surprised that Chris Paul is like this clutch, and we we're just like, yeah, like we've known this for several months now. Yeah. So now the whole world knows. We've been knowing. Yeah. Well, everyone else knows. What was crazy about it is, like, you can tell when he's trying to be a little bit more passive and letting the ball, you know, mm-hmm. sort of flow around. But whenever Chris is like, "All right, I need to take over," he is literally just taking over. I don't know if anyone saw that double behind the back move that he pulled uh also last night and just faked everybody out and shot like a nasty jump over jumper over i think it was Jokic. um mm. like chris paul is in his bag to the fullest extent lately um mm-hmm. it, like it went from before all-star break and then he dunks and blows all of our minds during all-star break and then he comes out last night and just kicks ass and takes names. Like it was, mm-hmm. it, it was just pretty awesome to see that he's pushing himself. And then it seemed like he was really pushing everybody else. I was, I was really happy with Chris last night. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, I don't know if it was that one you're talking about or another one where he had this. Uh, basically just stopped on a dime and then hit this little, like, the I don't know, four-foot floater over, over everybody. Um, there there was, I mean, I only watched the highlights because I missed the game, and pretty much all of them were Chris Paul, so. What a loser. Just, yeah, no, I had, <laughs> I, hey, I was doing a church thing, all right? I was doing, I was helping kids, so don't, don't, don't even think about it, dude. <laughs> so. Yeah, the the big thing there was, you know, you're going to be very hard-pressed to find a game where Chris Paul plays 33 minutes and he only gets two assists. Mm. Um, he, yeah, that's true. He was, he was looking for his own a little bit more. 
in the second half as opposed to just looking to hit other people. And I think that's fine, right? Like it's still within the confines of our offense. It's what we're – they were good shots. He wasn't really forcing anything bad. He had a couple of heat check shots um, there mm-hmm. in that second half. But um, he really gave – uh, SGA a lot of room to operate. SGA had nine assists last night, Ugh. and he could have had a couple more, but some guys missed some shots, and um, mm-hmm. he was a very good facilitator, especially in that second half in the two-man game between him and Steven Adams. Mm-hmm. He did that thing where he got, you know, Steven Adams was like like six, seven feet away from the basket, and SGA just kind of broke the defense down, and when the final guy came over, flicked it over to Adams, and Adams did his patented little floater thing with nice touch, and I say floater thing because there's really no other way to describe <laughs> it, but it's not really a floater. I don't. It's like it's a, weird, rain, it's a it's rainbow beautiful. shot. Yeah. Yeah, and it and it's high. it just it goes high and it goes in pretty consistently, and so Ooh. it 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 was really nice action between those two to kind of help solidify our offense at a time when uh, the Nuggets were getting to the free throw line quite a bit and they were mm-hmm. they were able to manufacture some stuff on offense. So. SGA, it wasn't just the the nine assists that was key. It was the fact that it came at a time when we really needed offense. So um, kudos to to SGA for staying aggressive, even though he shot 0 for 3 from from deep and 4 for 14 uh, from the field. So um, he still had a great impact on the game, even not when he wasn't scoring much. Yeah, I was going to say, I think think part of the reason Chris was more assertive in the second half was just because he didn't, like, he was, just wasn't shooting well. And neither was Gallinari. Yep. Um, and those mm-hmm. are usually the two guys. If Chris is going to, like, defer to somebody, it's those two guys. And, you know, once they're not – if they're not making their shots one night, you know, they're not always going to be on. And so if Chris is on, then he's the one that needs to do it. So I think um, – I don't think it was anything selfish. Um, I think it was just he knew that it was his turn to sort of turn it up, and he did. And – also, shout out to SGA for getting a very close triple double. Uh, one rebound, one assist away. Yo, Chris with like, Paul. With like five minutes left too. So yeah, he could have very easily got it. Chris Paul literally ripped a rebound out of his hands uh, for a second rebound, and I was laughing so hard. I was like, Chris Paul's probably making sure that SGA <laughs> doesn't get it on purpose. Just gotta to... keep him humble, you know. Yep, yep. That's exactly what I was thinking. I was dying laughing I, though. You know what? SGA's mom wouldn't have it any other way, right? Yeah, SGA's mom is like a cyber bully to that guy. She like, <laughs> she, like she like makes fun of him or like critiques him every game, even if he plays well. It's so it's funny, but it because it's like in love, but it's just funny to hear sometimes. Yeah, the only thing. Yeah, Chris Paul gripe, also keeping Shay humble. The only thing I'm gonna gripe about Chris last night was his turnovers. He gave up seven. Out of our it twelve, was a lot, yeah. Mm-hmm. I uh, wasn't gonna mention it, but yeah, it was probably something just to. The reason why I'm gonna call it out is because he called it out himself. So if he can ah, call it out, okay. I can call it out also. It's pretty fair, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, fair, but it wasn't like he wasn't trying to get everybody else involved though. So that was the big reason why. Mm-hmm. So um, I think we can all concur. Chris Paul had hell of a game. Hell of a game. Yeah. Player of Fantastic the game. game. Uh, if you, I guess the two two player of the game candidates would be him and Stevo. Uh, I mean, yeah, I feel like I feel like CP3 was more impactful, even though Chris Steven had a good game. 
CP3 was, if you had to tell me what, what if you, one player that helped win the game and you could only choose one, I'd probably pick Chris. Yeah, um, I will say, though, uh, Chris Paul had seven turnovers, and those seven turnovers ended seven possessions. Steven Adams had seven offensive rebounds, which extended Ooh. offensive possessions. So, it's so like that, neutral. That's, that's, that's very critical mm-hmm. uh, to look at. And then he, of course, got his four steals and two blocks, so he did it on both ends of the floor. Mm-hmm. I, I got to say, like, Chris Paul scored a lot of points, and, and that, was, that was essential, but... Steven Adams really provided a lot of stability on both ends of the floor for us all night long. So I, I would say they're at least equally important. So if you and had I'm to not pick, just saying you, that because I'm wearing a Steven Adams shirt right now. Yeah, it seems a little biased. So if you were to pick one, who would you choose? Mine would be Steven Adams. All right. Sure. So, so Jerry, you're the tiebreaker here. Player of the game, Steven Adams or Chris Paul? Who you got? Um. I got to go with Chris. Without his 20 in the second half, Ugh. we're nothing. All right. You heard it from the homer himself. So yeah. that's that's the gospel. And we will go with go with Chris Paul, player of the game. Probably had his like 30th player of the game at this point. <laughs> He's hogging them all. Um, but yeah, shout out to that guy. Also, quickly, shout out to Abdul Nader. Two for three, made his only three-pointer of the game. And I also want to bring this up because I looked up his statistics today and he is literally on the team average for field goal percentage and three point percentage. And everyone's out here pretending like he's a, he's a wash. And I just want to make it clear. He is actually having a great season. If you compare it to the rest of the team, he's literally on the average. I'm unimpressed. He's that one wing guy that we can, he's the one wing guy that we could bring in off the bench that could, realistically you know go like two for four or 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 yeah. three for five or something from three and give us some spacing so it's it's really critical and uh what was it i think um i think mikey on his uh his his tweet recaps mm-hmm. uh we're talking about him being a binary player last year but this year he's actually picking his spots better um and i couldn't agree more i i there are very few times this year where uh, Nader does something, and I do the the shaking my head emoji, mm-hmm. like in real life. Well, you know, it's 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 more like, well, he just missed a good shot. It was fine. It was it was in rhythm. It was in, and how the offense was supposed to be operating. He didn't force it, so that's fine. It was an all right miss. Where last year he was just out of control, getting charged, uh, you know, charging all the time and and turning the ball over. So, props to him on his turnaround this year and becoming more efficient. I'm just gonna say that. I'm just glad he had one assist last night because he never ever passes out of a two dribble drive, and last night he. Hey, did. that's improvement, dude. Yeah. So, <clears throat> I'm. Wait, s- he didn't have an assist. No, maybe not an assist. Not maybe an it, assist. it went around the horn a couple more times, but he passed out of yeah. a two dribble drive, and in ah. Abdul Nader's world, that is an assist. I don't care who you that's are. That's improvement. Yeah. So. It's improvement, baby. Um. I, I was actually impressed with how he played on defense. That's what I was more impressed about. Our defensive uh-huh. second mm-hmm. unit looked nice. Like insert nice. Nerlands back like in there. Like sixty nine like sixty nine nice. Nice. Very nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um but putting Nerlands back in there I think was huge for the team. Like him coming back and being able to play, even though he almost killed mm. Jamal Murray in the third. 
Um, yeah, that was rough. Yeah. Well, I don't know if Jamal Murray was just like overreacting or <laughs> what, because yeah, Nerland's got you in the face, but it wasn't that bad. Like it didn't look that bad at least. It, it wasn't so much that I think. So Dort went straight up. Oh yeah. Dort bodied play, him like, up. Even Doris Burke said like, that was, that was great. I think, I think what got him was him landing directly on his back which took a little bit of the wind out of him, and it looked like he had a little whiplash and, like, hit his head. Mm. Um, I don't yeah. know so much that it was, like, getting hit in the face by Nerlens, which is what the foul call was. So, I, I don't know. I mean, that was a long way down. He, he, he kind of went parallel to the ground, and he was, like, I'd say, like, six or seven feet in the air <laughs> after, that, uh, after the contact yeah. and went straight down. So, yeah, it was and, pretty vicious. But. And I think he had another like bad scare earlier where he like hyperextended his knee or something when he like slipped. So he was just, he did a crazy like split. Yeah. Yeah. Splits thing. Yeah. Which was, yeah. it was, <clears throat> it was his own fault, but like the, yeah, he just was, he was not uh, very lucky in terms of like the injury bug. Well, I was going to say night. last night, whenever Royce tweeted about Jamal's, you know, doing the splits, I was just Ooh. like, if Royce is tweeting about it, it's got to be a serious injury, right? So I was expecting him to it come back. It looked bad. Yeah, I was expecting him to come back, and then all of a sudden he's back, and I'm like, what the hell? What's <laughs> going on here? Like, you got an ESPN reporter to sit there and report on that, and then you turn around and come back on the floor? What a jerk. Hey, you know, Royce, so Royce Young's just being a good reporter. He's getting all, getting all the news out there to the people. <laughs> I would say uh, also uh, Dennis Schroeder. That ankle, like... How how big around do you think that ankle is today? It's not that bad. That really wasn't that bad. Oh my, oh my gosh. <laughs> nah, it wasn't that bad. Oh, I don't know. I don't know if you hoop. I don't know. I agree with Steve. Steve said earlier today it wouldn't surprise him, surprise him if he missed like three or four games. Uh, is this the uh, um, Gary Harris one? Yeah, yeah, about? yeah. When he was on defense. Um, See, I don't, I don't think it was that bad. Like, I understand where Steve is coming from because you can always play on a rolled ankle the same night. It's gonna hurt the hell out of you, it's, but it's not gonna be the same well, as that next it, day. So, as soon as you take that tape off, and then the swelling can can really occur. Oh yeah, yeah. It's a, <laughs> it's a wrap usually, but I think that um, Dennis is gonna play through it. Honestly, he's been one tough sob this season, um, all season. Like, there hasn't been, I, I don't think, one point where I've been like, man, Dennis is really sissying out. I don't know if you guys can uh, deny that, but even if he's, you know, had a tweaked ankle or anything else, he's came back in and then still performed sort of like he did last night, even though Chris Paul was waving him off a bunch. Yeah. Yeah. I can agree with that. Um, by the way, just... Uh, quickly update uh sacramento is up nine points with 15 seconds left to the clippers let's go shout out shout out sacramento for pulling that one off and that means with that loss we are now three games back of the clippers and one and a half games back of the rockets so that seems to be a nice transition into the next little segment we're going to do here so we didn't get to do a lot of uh yeah maddie what's up uh, just one more thing that I'd like to mention. Okay. Uh, and one more person that I'd like to mention. Even Doris Burke was super impressed. 
I think Shout out the national media is finally figuring out that Lou Dort is a guy. Like he, mm-hmm. you know, to use the the down to dunk uh, terminology, like He's he a is guy. a guy. And mm-hmm. um, in the second quarter, his energy helped to rally our squad. Like we were playing flat. We we weren't we weren't scoring the ball. Denver was able to kind of get whatever they wanted on the the offensive end. And then Dort comes in, and although he didn't quite, he couldn't quite finish at the basket. He brought the energy defensively. He had three steals last night. One of mm-hmm. them came after a, a fairly easy miss, and then he just hustled, got back on defense, and just ripped the ball. I think it was from Murray, um, and went back down. And I think he missed again, but like he still brought a lot of energy, and he finished with eleven points, um, and he's a plus six on the night. He did hit one three also, and so like if he can find a way to hit his three consistently, that guy is going to be a problem in the playoffs for people because he can defend positions one through four, honestly. Um, He's, he's really good defender and I just got to give him props for his energy. Doris Burke became a fan by the end of the night. So um, shout out to, to her for realizing what we've, we've been realizing as, as fans that have watched every game this season. So um, way to go, Lou. That baseline, I'm sorry, that baseline drive that he made was very nice, and then the steal that he added. The dunk. No, no, no. It was a layup over pretty much everybody, and then the steal and the dunk was really, really nice too. Um, just the steal was, I mean, shout out to the towel boys that got out of the way. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, they almost <laughs> yeah. died. That was that would have been that was terrible. such a funny shot. That was such a funny shot from the baseline where like Dort is in the background. There's just like two towel boys still on the court, like. He's charging the the goal. Yeah, that's is very funny. Yo, if, if 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 you've ever played like pickup basketball, right? And yeah, yeah, you know you're you're shooting on one end of the floor while like <laughs> yeah. the action's going on in the other, and somebody gets a steal, like that fear, like I got to get the crap yeah. off the court right that's now. That's exactly what I was thinking. Like, <laughs> but I never had like all the cameras and eighteen thousand people looking at me. Yeah. while I was trying to run my unathletic self off the court. So. Yeah. Props to them for like not slipping and completely boo-booing on themselves. Yeah, and moment. and just being a very unathletic person myself, it's usually someone. It's usually like somebody who's very athletic coming down the court. So you're just like, oh, uh, oh, okay, uh, gotta run. Okay, bye. <laughs> it's just, it's just, yeah. I thought the exact same thing when I saw that. It was just very funny. All right. Yeah. The overall, it was that was a very important win because that was one of the games where, you know, in order to get to that 50-win goal that we're kind of shooting for now, we've got to be... We've, we have to win all of the games we should win, but we should also have to win a few that are going to be tough, and this was one of them. So, you know, this is a big, big, big uh, game heading into the post-All-Star season or All-Star section of the season. Um, so before we end this podcast, um, we really never talked about you know, what the rest of the season is going to look like around the league uh, when we talked with Snotty Drippin, but I figured we could have a little bit of a game today and um, kind of ask you all what you guys think about each team, if they're going to be better or worse than they were last year. Um, I won't go through all of them because some are going to be really obvious, like Golden State, (laughs) very obviously (laughs) worse. Um, But there are some in here that I think are interesting, so... Without further ado, let's see. Um, so first up, I think 
One interesting one is uh, Utah. So last year, Utah mm. was 50 and 32, ended up with that five seed, um, played Houston in the first round and uh, was eliminated. But this year, they added Mike Conley. Uh, they kept basically everybody else. They also got Bogdanovich. Um, mm -hmm. So should be better. Right now, uh, I just lost the standings. Give me a second. <laughs> uh, they are 36 and 19, so a 65%, 65 win percentage. And they were 61 win percentage last year. So basically, if they keep that up the rest of the season, they'll be better. So do you guys think that's going to happen? Do you think they're better? Think they're going to be the same? Or they're going to be worse? I'm going better. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I just I I think go ahead. I I think they're I think they're going to be worse. Oh. <laughs> are we talking wins or are we talking standings? Uh I guess both. Either one. Cuz right now they're 4th. Last year they were 5th. Yeah, so. they might they might be same in the standings, but I think mm -hmm. I don't think they're going to get that many wins. Yeah, I think I think the fifth seed. I think they're going to stay in the four or five. I don't think they're really going to go anywhere else. Um, I don't know these Clippers slipping. They just lost to the Kings. Yeah, the Slippers. The Slippers. The slippers. Oh, the LA Slippers. Yeah, I like that <laughs> name. We we should make that a shirt. That would be hilarious. <laughs> LA Slippers. Uh. You gotta put a thirteen in there somewhere. Oh yeah, Paul George has to be in the background. Two healthy shoulders. Somebody, Bastard. somebody. I so I tweeted today about like, are the Clippers bad? And then somebody replied basically saying like, Paul George brought his 2018-2019 energy to the Clippers this season. And I was like, that is peak woke, my friend. I'll give it to him. <laughs> I'll give it to him. Very interesting. So speaking of the Clippers, uh, I guess that's one's kind of obvious because the Clippers were the eighth seed last year. They're probably not going to be the eighth seed this year. They were 40, what were they, 48-34? So 58% or 58-1 percentage this year. They're sitting 37-19. So they're probably going to be better. But in terms of standings, I kind of see them. I actually don't think they're going to make the second seed anymore, even though that's what people thought they would do. Uh -uh. Um, I think Denver is just playing better in general. I don't think they're going to give that up. Do you think they're going to fall? Do you think you're, they're legitimately going to fall, though, to four, maybe even five? I think they're going to settle into the four. Because mm -hmm. I believe they had a really tough schedule at the beginning of the season compared to the end of the season. Um, but... We'll see with Paul George. I mean, him being out has got to affect them a, a good chunk, especially whenever you can mm -hmm. just sort of hone in on Kawhi and not let If he even plays. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, I would hope he would have played this game uh, after All-Star break. But I, I, I think if you can control Kawhi, you can control whatever team he, he is on. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to say they probably finish up at like the fourth. All right. I I don't see a way that Doc Rivers will let his team finish fourth or fifth 
they're either going to finish second, third, or sixth. <laughs> because I think they're intentionally going to want to miss. Seriously, I don't think they're going to want to play LeBron in the second round. Oh, I see what you're saying. I think they're going to yeah. want. I think they're going to want to wait. Yeah. Um, to face them. So, if if they got to load manage Kawhi, because Kawhi can pretty much turn it on at any yeah. point in the playoffs, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, if they got to load manage Kawhi, then I think they'll do that just so that they could fall to the sixth seed. Even mm-hmm. as bad as that would sound, you know, on paper. Uh, I mean, honestly, are you taking the Nuggets? Are you taking the, you know, I, I don't know who else would be up there. I guess by virtue like Houston you'd, or us, like we would be kind of in that three seed spot. Maybe like, Utah, yeah. Utah would be the most likely. So you'd, you'd have Utah with home court advantage. They would have home court advantage. I don't think that would matter because I think yeah. like the Clippers would take game one or two and then it would be a wrap. Like yeah. Utah wouldn't be able to beat them on the road. So, um, I mean, I, I know that may sound crazy to think the Clippers could be a sixth seed, but if, if it honestly looks like they're not going to be able to settle into the second or third seed, that's probably the way it's going to go. I don't see them. I don't see a second round matchup between the two LA teams though. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't, I don't see doc letting that happen. Yeah. I, I, I think it, the, the LA teams in the conference finals would be a really fun series. Um, yeah, and it sounds like that's probably what's going to happen no matter what. Six seed would be interesting. That's not something I've heard before. Um, but yeah, you can't you can't bet against Kawhi in the playoffs. You know, it's like LeBron two or three years ago when he was in the playoffs. You just can't bet against him. Um, so I yeah, I still don't think it would matter going into the first round with Utah or whoever it is. Um, all right, so let's do a couple more here. Dallas is not that fun because they were literally like the second worst team in the conference last year. <laughs> better. Um, much better. <laughs> Memphis also much, much better. Well, I will say though, I think the Spurs are going to slip in to that eight seed. Ooh. Yeah. The Spurs. That's a new yeah, one. Why do you say the Spurs? One. I just, yeah. I think that just like you said, Doc Rivers won't let his team go one way or another. I don't think that Popovich will let um his team slip either like i really 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 believe in what he does and uh they're not what they're three games back right now there's about Mm -hmm. 22 games on average left i think the grizzlies have one of the tougher schedules to end the season uh the spurs with one of the easiest so Mm -hmm. i think the spurs can you know climb back into this race at the end of the day this is going to be a really interesting eight seed race because obviously Memphis is in it right now, but then you have Portland with Damian Lillard, who's if he's healthy, that's going to be really, really hard to beat them if you're one of these other teams. Yeah. And then, like you said, the Spurs, they've got pop. You can't ever doubt pop. And then you have the Pelicans who, if you watched our interview with Antonio Daniels, he made a great point that, you know, they started off terribly because, you know, Zion was out and they had basically a whole new roster lineup. And now they've got pretty much a fully healthy squad. Zion is everything everyone expected to be. So you've got them right behind Portland and San Antonio. So, you know, those four right there, that's really tough to, to think about who was going to get in. Um, so between those I three, first, I got a question. Between those three, who do you think? Yeah. 
I actually think the Pelicans. You think the Pelicans? Yeah, me too. Wow. Yeah, I. You too, Maddie? I do. I think. I think they're good. Yeah. Wow. I think they're actually like a legit yeah. team. Because I, I thought that at the beginning of the season, they just weren't that good. And so I was like, oh, maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. But now you've got like Brandon Ingram, obviously like. Oh, he's hooping. Really good. Yeah, he's hooping. Yeah. Zion's there. And I think like JJ Redick just fits really well with that. And then you've got Drew Holiday, great defender. Like they just have so many pieces. No. And with Jackson Hayes being like pretty good as well, there's just like a lot of dudes that can hoop. No, I'm I'm not gonna sit there and so, yell about that because that is the here truth. we go. Are you are you ready for yes. this? Here you go. Here's something fun. They have uh they they've already played all their games against Portland. Guess how many games the Grizzlies won, or not Grizzlies? The Pelicans won against Portland. All four. I think they won all of them, right? All four. Yeah. There's a tiebreaker. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So they so t- break that. that. San Antonio. And then they have know. three games against San Antonio left. And they have two games against Memphis left. Ooh. So those are games that with guys with, with uh, teams that they're competing with for mm-hmm. that spot that they're going to be able to make up a full game on them. Yeah. And if uh, they one win way or them, another. So those Yeah. If they yeah. win them too, they get the tiebreaker. So it's yeah. like that's huge. I'll basically decide so, it. I mean I mean, honestly, unless there's a big injury, really, I think that not Memphis being four games ahead right now in the standings, but New Orleans is actually in the driver's seat. Like they really control mm-hmm. their own destiny. So um, with the easiest schedule left in the league, uh, according to friend of the pod, AD. Um, mm-hmm. And then of course, Memphis having a, a really hard uphill battle. Uh, a lot of guys that are young and maybe not tested. I think like Drew Holiday, for instance, in that case would be, would be huge for them. Um, because he has been in the playoffs before he has won a playoff series before. So, uh, I, I think that'll be, that'd be interesting for them in the home stretch and I, and their team is just really good. They can go big, they can go small. Yeah. Um, I just, they're, they're I, I like their lineup. Yeah. yeah. I, I think, I honestly think that the Lakers are rooting for anybody but New Orleans. They want no oh. peace. That would Zion be in the a first great round. series. Having Antonio or Antonio Daniels, Anthony Davis back in yeah. New Orleans for a seven-game series. That would be oh, interesting. Oh, oh, oh. That'd be dope. That, that would be interesting. So many boos will be had in I, the Bayou. So just to defend my point, I just really have a hard time thinking that Greg Popovich can't take his team to the playoffs for like the – 76 season, 22nd year yeah, in a row. Some ridiculous yeah. season in a yeah. row. Um, and they're right there well, knocking on the door. They do have one of the harder schedules, though. I, I went back and looked, so I was a little bit wrong about that. They got a pretty tough stretch coming up. So mm-hmm. of those like 20-some-odd years, do you think this team is better than any of the other ones? Because, I mean, talent-wise, talent-wise no. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. So it's like... So, like, talent-wise, they're one of... They're not bad, but they're also, like, not up there with the same... Uh, those other playoff teams they had. So, Popovich, I, I'll i never argue against a great coach. Uh, like, he's one of my favorites. Yeah. Um, but talent-wise, you know, there's you got to have something. And, I don't know, they feel like every time we play them, I just feel like they're way better than they actually are because they just always make their shots and LaMarcus is like freaking Aldridge yeah he's just oh my gosh Aldridge but then it's like they go against other teams and they just don't look as good so I don't I, I just have such a skewed uh, like 
version of them in my head <laughs> that I don't really know what to believe. But I, I will go on the record and say I think Bertans is not on there anymore. Yeah, gosh, that guy. His shot is so cool. I, I love watching him shoot. But I will say that Memphis, I still think Memphis gets the playoff, the eighth seed. But if I'm only choosing between those three, I think it's New Orleans. But I think Memphis will keep it. They, it's been, you know, 55, 56 games. They've definitely proven they can play 500 ball, which is really Oof. all you need. All right. We'll see. So, yeah, hot take. Well, what's crazy all is right. that if Memphis was in the Eastern Conference like they really should be, they'd be like the yeah. sixth seed right now. Yeah, they're definitely East. Well, well, then who would be in the I West? I don't care. Just Memphis doesn't uh, belong there. Charlotte. What? Chicago. Chicago. What? Chicago. It's more West than uh, Memphis. Oh, my God. Maybe. Detroit is more uh, West than Memphis. No, I'm not going to argue with more that. West. But, yeah. It's, you could put somebody in there. You could. You definitely could, but Memphis... Just pick, just pick one of these lower teams, and it doesn't matter. Just, like, they won't even be a factor in the Western Conference. We'll, we'll take the And Bulls. it would even it out. Yeah, we'll take the Bulls. It'll even it out a little bit. I got a crazy idea. How about no conferences? Ooh. Ooh. Chill out, Chris Paul. So you... Are you the... Are you, yeah, are you, are you one of the guys that's in favor of this, like, top 16? Yes. Yeah. Y- yes. Mm. And it shouldn't matter, so... And you can even have the top, like, eight teams, or whatever, I guess it'd be seven, I guess, uh, teams pick who their opponent is. Yeah, That'd I was going to say, I you I, can make it. I don't know if I like that part. I like the top 16 part, because it should be, like, the best team versus the worst team. But mm-hmm. if you, so, I think if people pick their own teams, I actually think that goes against the better team. Because if you're picking, like, let's say we're, picking a team and we're like oh we'd rather play houston instead of utah then houston's like well why do you want to play us like why are we that bad that you think you can beat against win us or beat against win us, us in a seven game series i can't <laughs> then talk be right seated now. higher then be seated higher and get to pick your the team you but, want to play. well yeah but i'm saying like the players would that would be like just perfect chalkboard material because that's awesome let's do it i'm for it Right. We already draft the, the the teams for the the All Star game. Why not? Yeah, that's that's you getting to look at your opponent and being like, I want that one. Mm-hmm. Give me you. So, um, and then there's strategy involved, right? Like, would you rather play a team? You know, maybe if two teams are equal, would you rather play a team in the first round or potentially have to play them in the second round yeah. after you've had to battle a squad? Like, I don't know that it could create. Yeah, there's a, a lot of strategy level. involved for sure, which would be interesting. Um, but I don't know. I just feel like I feel like there'd be a team out there that if you did that, they'd be like, "Hey, screw you, dude! I I think we're better than them." And then they would like try to go prove it. But I it's guess the playoffs. If you need if you need bulletin board material in the playoffs, like <laughs> I said, chalkboard. Material. You're not about it anyway. <laughs> like um, I just realized this. I I honestly think though, like the argument is about travel and this and that and the other, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm sure that there's studies about it and whatnot. But you're not playing any back-to-backs in the playoffs, right? Right. At worst, you're playing every other night. Mm-hmm. So, with travel... And like there's usually the two days that, between travel, too. Like, I mean, that's fine, you know? So you play a game on Sunday, and then you play again on Tuesday, and then you don't play again until Friday at, right. at the other team's court. Like, then, I mean, how is that different than any other week in the NBA? So, I, I've, it doesn't matter if you're an L.A. team traveling to Washington. Like, 
you know, to the, to DC because mm-hmm. you know Washington State doesn't have a team. Um, <laughs> then I mean, you're trying to rub Seattle. it in. It's not screw you, Seattle. <laughs> <laughs> that was just a very, um, very like out of the blue <laughs> shade at Seattle. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, I've, I don't do the whole like Oklahoma City thing and Sonics colors with the the skyline of Oklahoma City and the shape of the Sonics. Gosh, I want, I want, I wish logo. we had that idea first. That would have been such a great shirt to sell. Oh my gosh! Um, but even if you're still doing that, right? You're traveling from West Coast to East Coast or vice versa. Like, I mean, you do that during the the NBA season anyway. Mm-hmm. So you just tend to stay on the East coast and hang out and play five or six games, then come home. I would argue that traveling home, you know, after two games is probably better on your body than, than cementing yourself in a time zone that you're not used to. And then, you know, then having to go home. So yeah. And you're, you're only playing like one game during that, that travel span. Um, after, you know, like kind of land, you land one night, you play a game then two nights later, you finish your game and go home. Versus hanging out there for like a week before you get to come home and sleep in your own bed and see your family and all that stuff. So the whole travel thing, especially in this day and age, I think that's overblown. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree with the travel thing. Um, Yeah, it'll be interesting to see if that actually goes through. I do like the top 16 format, though. I also I think before we get like we should definitely get rid of divisions. That's to me the stupidest thing ever like divisions don't matter at what all. does it even mean yeah it has no point oh, in the northwest division like okay, in baseball cool. it matters because then it's like each division gets a team but like there's literally no factor into that like all four teams in one division could get in if they all were in the top eight so it doesn't matter um so they should get rid of that too but yeah um and and the iron one last thing the iron is very much hot to change the playoff format especially with the NFL potentially adding a seventh team oh, yeah. to their playoff yeah. format and major league baseball, uh, adding potentially adding card. Uh, two more wild card teams, mm-hmm. one or two more wild card teams, and also being able to pick your opponent. So, um, all the leagues are looking at ways that they can make their postseason uh, more interesting mm-hmm. and to allow more teams in it. Baseball definitely should, right? I think, I think a play in yeah. game, you know, you play 162 a lot games of to too. have one game to stay in. Yeah that's an awful lot of games to play to get down to basically four teams per conference or per league, excuse me. Um, so that obviously needed to be changed, but this is the right time for the NBA to look to change things. Well, I'm just going to say that both leagues that you mentioned are terrible pieces of crap compared wow. to the NBA. Shots. So Shots fired. Uh, wow. one doesn't punish cheaters and the other one lets the owners make more money for some god awful yeah. reason. So, screw screw Mon, Ron, screw Rod Manfred. Is that the that the Astros guy? No, he's the baseball um, president. Oh, okay, yeah, he's an idiot. Uh, yeah, the commissioner. Okay. Yeah, the guy that said winning winning the trophy is it's just a piece of metal. So what does it matter? Uh, yeah, like and, really. And shout out the Astros guy while you said that. Who said the? I think he's the GM. He was like, uh, the cheating did not affect the game in any way. Yeah. And then like 30 seconds later, later said, I didn't say that. <laughs> that was just an, an all-time clip. <laughs> what, a, what a poop face. What a world we live in. Anyway, yeah, this is a baseball podcast. Uh, <laughs> this is a basketball podcast. I need to stop. We need to stop ta- <laughs> doing this podcast. Those white claws. 
They're getting you. I've had one, dude. I've had one. Oh, I can't talk anymore. I'm I so, drink a I'm whole so bottle of, of champagne, and I'm doing just yeah. fine. All right? No, you, you had a whole bottle of champagne. a whole bottle, man. I do it. It's Jeez. just, it's like water to me. I love it. Last time you had a champagne on this podcast, we had a very heated argument. Wait a so. second. Speaking of, speaking oh, of. Oh, gosh. No. Was I not? Oh, God. Come on, No, man. wait a second. Wait a second. Gotta end this. Wait a second. Was I not right? Uh, was I not right? Season's not over. Season's not over. Wait a second, but was I not right? Can't. No, we can't make that decision. No, Season's I was correct over. because we didn't trade anybody oh. for the reasons that I said, I promise you. Right. Well Just tell me I'm right, well, damn it. This is this is not my this is with you and Steve. This is with you and Steve. I'm not getting into this. Damn it. Alright. Talk to Steve, dude. Alright. Steve, I'm, I'm coming out. for your throat. Yeah. Alright. <laughs> More shots fired. Okay, um, we're hitting, we're getting close to an hour, so it's probably time to wrap it up. You guys have anything else before we go? Um, I just saw a sweet article, uh, just real quick, about Alex Sabrina saying that he would maybe consider making an NBA return. So that's pretty cool. Um, come back yes. to Oklahoma City, Mister Abrinas. We will take you with open arms. He would be so perfect for this season. Too. Oh my God, would we got him be? in the playoffs. Yeah, he would be. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. Maddie, you got anything else? Um, uh, I'm guessing Twitter was pretty quiet leading up to this. Uh, other yeah, than the fact that we blew up the Denver up. Nuggets uh, lost tweet oh with my memes. Gosh. Uh, there were so many good new ones from that Gallinari dude, <laughs> picture. The fact it was it was all the nipples. Yeah. It was so many nipples. <laughs> I saw at least a hundred different variations of these memes and i couldn't be more proud i had to tell my wife and give her the definition today of what it means to be ratioed and um (laughs) it it felt Mm. so glorious knowing that it came from my fan base so good job guys let's keep it up people are now doing like video formats of these memes where they'll like have a guy i don't remember what the clip was from it's some movie i didn't I haven't, I haven't seen but it, the guy like opens up his computer and it's just the shot of like one of the memes <laughs> and he like closes it back immediately and i was I, I just got my creative juices flowing i was like oh we could do a lot with this this is gonna be really good so i yeah i'm really glad we're extending this to video format because more memes to come yeah, great job all the memes i i love how the whole internet because we're the ogs right like thunder twitter like we are where stuff starts we're where it happens we're the the official we're the official thunder twitter podcast and but thunder nation in general is the trendsetters of nba twitter we we set trends Mm -hmm. over here Mm -hmm. also by the way so like now go ahead oh i was just gonna say like uh people are talking you know about xfl and all their stuff is great and the person running their social media is awesome but even that's bleeding into the XFL fan fandom where people are mm-hmm. like, you just lost to Cardell Jones and, and all that <laughs> stuff. You just lost to MVP. Cardell nice. Jones. Like all those things. So, I mean, even the XFL. So congratulations, y'all. We did it. Mama, we made it. We did it. <laughs> but so I, I posted one of the um, new Gallinari memes in Reddit thinking that they would know what it was. And for Apparently, Thunder Reddit has no idea. A lot of them have no idea that this is a thing on Twitter because I guess they're only on Reddit. And so when I posted the nipples one, people were like, 
very concerned about why I would put something so random because they had no context about what it was. So it was just very funny seeing like Redditors being like, dude, what are you doing? Like, why are you wasting your time doing this? <laughs> so people fun. just go on Reddit to steal t-shirt ideas. They don't steal memes from Reddit. Oh yeah, shout Got out, shout out cool. the guy who posted a link to the exact same design we made like an hour later trying to sell his merch. Those uh, damn Chinese and their coronavirus. I don't know yeah, if that's who yeah. it was, sorry. I hope not. Yeah, I don't want to make an assumption. <laughs> but yeah, they, the the copiers are in full force as usual. Um, also, one other thing about Reddit I wanted to mention, there is still a, a Seattle Supersonics Reddit page that's active. And as you can imagine, most of it is just hating on OKC. And apparently, mm-hmm. there's, a, there's like a small portion of Raptors fans that hate OKC. I didn't know this. And the reason is because they wanted to move up to the 12, um, the number 12 draft pick in the year Steven Adams was drafted to get Giannis. But apparently Oklahoma City wouldn't give up the pick because they wanted Adams so bad. So Toronto is now mad at us because they didn't get Giannis because they couldn't trade for him. Oh, what a bunch of losers. I never knew that. That's awesome. I never knew that was like that's, a Raptors fan base that hated cute. us. Yeah. It was so just, they couldn't trade to 11? Yeah, it's very funny that they think like like as if the Raptors guy would know that Giannis is going to be a superstar, just like everyone else didn't know. Like, all right, come on. But it was just very fun. I never knew that about Raptors fans, that there's like a portion of them that was just like, yeah, screw Oklahoma City, dude. So fun fact of the day. I love all it. All right. Um, yeah, I love it. Um, as always, you can find us on Twitter at OKC Topic Thunder. Um, our merch is at bonfire.com. Our links are all on Twitter too, but if you're not on Twitter, you can just go to bonfire.com and search Topic Thunder. We have a website with our designs. We have more to come, so stay tuned for that. And again, thank you to everyone who supported us already. We appreciate it, and um, thank you for listening. Also, uh, be sure to leave a five-star review. If you're on iTunes, we will be doing a merch giveaway at some point for giving five-star reviews um so any reviews after today is let's just clarify it so from february 22nd on you will be considered for said contest bonus bonus if you do it before we tweet about it and you did it only because we said it on the podcast so bonus points for that um so if you're listening, you're going to have a head start on people who don't listen to the podcast. So be sure to leave a five-star review and you will be entered to win multiple times. And please put your um, Twitter at also in your review so we know who you are. Yeah, if you want to be eligible for the contest, you got to put your Twitter at because otherwise we won't know who you are. Um, so yeah, that'll be coming soon. Um, yeah, that's all I got. Um, Me too. As always, uh I'm Matt Tierney at Matt Tierney NBA. That's Jerry at Gerald Amir, Matty Moles at Matty Moles Pod. And as always, Thunder Up! Thunder up. Wait, I didn't say it yet! Uh, Wait. Thunder Up! <laughs> Thunder Up! <laughs>
For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.